cliffcentral.com. I'll tell you what you do have to worry about is your penis size. Right, Pumi, isn't that right? I worry about my penis size all the time. <laughs> well, let's talk about inflating stuff. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about inflation, Dr. Mark. Look who's here, Pumi. It's Dr. Mark, and uh, he is, of course, the T Health Clinic at the T Health Show. And, uh, and Dr. Mark, we, we, Dr. Mark is a real doctor. He's a real doctor, unlike Dr. Matthew, right? With the I, registration yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and he still denies it. I know. Doesn't it irritate you as someone who actually had to work for that? Shit. Yeah, drives you up the wall because you might have just uh, come out of school and then pretended. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you don't get uh, charged 12, by the 12 NBA. 12 years oh. of my life I can have back. 12 years a slave. <laughs> 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 All right, so Dr. Mark, you teased this. I, I hate to make everything sound like innuendo in a discussion. That it's we're Dr. Have. Mark just brings this out of all of us. So last time you were on, you told us you were going to talk about penis enlargements because this is something clearly that South Africans are slightly more obsessed with than maybe we've ever been. There are all those. Listen, you just have to be under a bridge. You just have to be stopped at a traffic light That's under what I mean. a bridge here on yeah. Grayston, and you you'll see the, see the number of yeah. flyers yeah. that are talking about right, exactly. Well, you know what? I think let's try and establish what is average. Okay. Um, you know what? Permit you. You I want to venture what the average erect penis size worldwide is. Worldwide. Worldwide. Well, that's a lot of penises to average out. <laughs> Like in centimeters, or can I just make a, 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 a yeah centimeters? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. What is so, it, Doctor Mark? What the, is the average? What penis? is it, Doctor Mark? Please tell us. What is big? What is big? What is small? And what should you be satisfied in with? centimeters? Because we are proper the, metric country here. Mm. The average erect penis mm. is thirteen point three centimeters. So you know what? It's actually much smaller than most men. So why do we? Why do we think? No, that's more than thirteen. So what? Why do we think that uh, we should have bigger penises than that if that's the average? Gareth, come on, let's face it. If you're a boy or a man, um, and you're walking around a locker room, you measure your your mm, manhood, cheesemo, yeah, um, at the size of your willy. Yes. Or will. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm glad you brought this up because this is a thing, not a lot of men will admit willingly, but they know it instinctively. We're competitive on all levels, right? What car do you drive? How much money do you have? What kind of uh, career do you have? What kind of wife, girlfriend do you have? Um, All those things come into play. And whether men are actively aware of this and they go into a room trying to find out their place in the hierarchy. Absolutely. Penis size is an important part of this too. Yeah. Well, okay, but very seriously, on a serious note, does this happen all the way into, because I can imagine in high school when you're like at sports no, and spinning. No, 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 no. This but happens throughout your life. All the time. Oh, yes. 700-year-old yes. men. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the male ego is all about size. Um, and Bigger, to make stronger, you better. feel, I would say, confident, etc., etc. You know what? If you have a big penis, you're going to be one of the boys. Um, it's it's quite obvious as as I think you grow up. Um, you know, but these the, the guys that shower in the locker room, and then there's the one that dreads showering 
in the locker room okay. or that would shower with underpants or swimming, let's just, swimming uh, trunks. So let's um, just go back to this average thing because it seems to be causing consternation in the comments section. Uh, Dave um, says, Africa tips the scale in, in favor of, of, I suppose, Africans, us. And that I don't know if that's a black or white thing, but then David says it's only the average because there's so many Chinese men. And exactly. Is it true that they're smaller? Yes. Oh, really? Your, your well, Asian, their entire body is smaller. Your Asian and Indian population. This, is, this population, sounds like racism. <laughs> your Asian and Indian population are less well-endowed. Really? Yeah. <laughs> less, less well endowed, and that's why we're talking about the worldwide average. Doctor Mark, is there a way to tell without seeing the penis whether a guy is big or small? Because no. Pumi's saying the shorter men have the smaller penises. Is that true? No, shorter men can I'm, be tripods. I never said they're short. I just said their entire body is smaller. That's not uh, any indication, though, Doctor. No. Mark. No, physical size. There's no other limb. There's no, there's no hand size or, no. or foot size or distance between the eyes or any of that stuff that gives you any indication. Not Nothing. as far as I know anything that's been scientifically proven. Okay. But that, that brings us to one of the problems that we sit when we are doing um, some kind of penal augmentation is things need to be in balance. Um, you know, but I often have uh, guys that that come in with a short penis and they want something. Do they show it to you? Is that part of what the examiner? Yeah, you know, really? what you have to unfortunately <laughs> see it. Hope sometimes, you know, what you have to, to have a bit of a weed whacker to actually find it. <laughs> okay. So, but guys, when you come in, please just do some manscaping. But we, but we okay. So we, we spoke about the average size of an erect penis. Of an right. erect penis. And does it have a bearing just in terms of when they come into your office? They're obviously not erect. So the and average size of a flaccid penis for men, yeah. 8.8 centimeters. Let me just think of what that is. I need so to. I need to now you're the ruler. <laughs> okay, that much. That's yeah. really not very impressive. Okay, but so, so uh, look, Doc, the point is also you get the grower shower thing. <laughs> Uh, which is an interesting metric to use here too. That that yeah. uh, you know some guys are very much bigger when they're Erect. soft, and then as they yeah. get harder, there's not much of a change. Or you get the opposite, where it's tiny, yes. tiny, tiny, it becomes enormous. Yeah. So, what kind of men? And and I mean, because this isn't a metric that we can associate with any other physical characteristics. It's totally random by the sound of things. It doesn't necessarily, although you've mentioned there could be some. Uh, geographical, ethnic, cultural, uh, perhaps even racial disparities between these things. But what sort of men are presenting themselves for penis enlargements? Is there a, a, a any kind of generalized characteristic to the kind of man who will come to you for penis augmentation? Or are they, again, across the board and random? In my experience, random. Men across okay. the board. You All know right. what? If asked... 60% of men would say that they have an average size penis and up to about 50% of men would say that they would like to have a bigger penis. Okay. Um, and, you know, again, this, this makes it difficult. There's only so much that you can do. Some of the procedures, the, the surgical procedures um, 
can give you a, a, a slightly longer penis, but it doesn't do much to girth. Um, they come with complications because it's a surgical procedure. Yeah, you can you, damage so nerve tissue, so now yeah. you have a longer penis, but yeah. it's not a this, functioning so penis. So this is what I want to ask you. Is it is it worth – is the is – the, uh, what do they always say? Is the the, the the bite worth the bark? I'm trying to think of what the right metaphor is here, but – is it worth messing with it if you if you don't know that the result will necessarily create anything more than a cosmetic enhancement? It could potentially decrease the level of satisfaction that that tool is. And how successful? How successful so, are these kind of augmentation exercises? The, the surgical procedures have fallen out of favor completely okay. um, because they carry high risk. Okay. So what else um, can you do? Now, today, hyaluronic acid fillers. What? Platelet, platelet-rich plasma. Hyaluronic acid fillers, which the same fillers use that, that we… use that for facials like the, and things. BVL, uh, like the same stuff they put in your Exactly the same thing that we put in the face. We can put… Injections. Under the skin of the penis, giving you a lot of girth or definitely extra girth, it creates weight, so the penis hangs a little bit lower. Uh, I do them in my practice. Does it do anything to erectile dysfunctions? It doesn't treat erectile dysfunction. But it doesn't harm it. It doesn't harm. Mm. And how often do you have to do this if you… If you know you, what, it lasts about a year and a half to two years. Um, you need top-ups. Absolutely. And for some of the guys, when, when we do the first like one, all of these type of things. They, they come and they want to do the second one. But again, you know what? This is a difficult, oh, it's an sorry, easy Sorry, the metaphor I was looking for was the juice worth the squeeze. Thank you okay. very much, Kapama. It's, an, it's a fairly easy procedure if, you, mm. if you're comfortable with handling a cannula and, and, and a syringe. The problem that comes in with this thing is you working with a, a soft kind of gel mm. that you have to spread equally mm -hmm. um, over the penis so that it looks good in both a flaccid and an erect state. You need a sculptor. So, you know what, it's, it's literally <laughs> it's a lot taking um, a, a, a gel and you injecting it Sub onto, subcutaneously. A, onto a sheath mm. under a, a soft condom and you expect it to look aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, because you don't want lumpy. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, you know what, the procedure is easy. Jesus. To get an aesthetically pleasing result is far more difficult. Oh. And then we have the regenerative therapies. And this is the one that I love, platelet-rich plasma therapy. Okay. Because not only does it stimulate a uh, repair of tissue so you have better, stronger erections like we used to treat erectile dysfunction. But, you know, over time, you definitely have an increase in size. I have guys who I've been, I've done six, seven, eight of them uh, with a increase of two centimeters in length and two to three centimeters in girth. So they're very happy. Wow, now, that's permanent. Um, because it's a natural stimulation it's and not like regeneration the, 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 the of tissue. It's not like the Sangomas on those flyers. Who, no. This no, is no, for no. real. So, you know what? There are procedures that you can do 
that are safe and safer than others. Traditionally, men have been trying to get bigger penises all their lives. All their lives. So, you know what, you have the stretching devices and the vacuum devices. None of those things work. To a degree, but they cause damage. Remember, we have nerve endings, and if mm. you pull too hard on that, that on that nerve, mm. you're going to tear it. Yeah. The same happens with blood vessels, and the same happens with erectile tissue, your your spongiosum. So you know what? Instead of enhancing function, you might get bigger size, but with decreased erections. So. You know what? There are things that you can do, and in our in our program, a tea health show, a little bit later, we'll be going into detail about what is good, what's bad, All what right. works, what doesn't work. Well, this is the teaser, so to speak, um, for the Tea Health Show, which will be later on. You can check it all out on cliffcentral.com. That's why we have Doctor Mark here. Pumi, you look shocked and horrified. I am. Horrified. Why? Girls have been enhancing their boobs so why can't we feel more comfortable around? I have been watching the BBL trend and it is just as horrifying. It really is. And and I suppose for, for a lot of reasons. And I'm also quite interested, Dr. Mark, if you can just talk to us a little bit about some of the negative side effects that people have to deal with on the other side. Yeah, of we this. got we got limited time, but maybe you can just indicate Ooh, those. That's a good idea. That is a negative effects <laughs> of the treatment. Mm. Yeah, well, you know what? Let's just think. Surgical, if if it's done incorrectly, instead of your penis, um, you know, it being horizontal or standing up, it's going to hang down because you cut the suspensory <sighs> ligament. You can damage the nerves. You can damage blood vessels in that area, creating oh. uh, you know, way too risky. It's way too risk. risky. You can do implants. No, thank you. Um, Be you satisfied what, that, with that little penis. But you know what? That oh that God. becomes a little bit tricky. There's not a lot of urosurgeons that do them. With the fillers, if you don't know what you do with a filler and you obstruct a blood vessel, you can cause um, you know necrosis. Hematosis of it. Hematoma. Hematoma is easy. It will go away. It's a little bruise. Hematosis, as in the the death. Necrosis. The tissue will die off. Oh my god! Then they have to chop it off. Yes, absolutely. And you are penisless. Yes. Too much risk. With your stretching devices and um, with your uh, vacuum devices, you can create damage to nerves and and blood vessels. Um, Platelet-rich plasma, probably one of the safest. Actually, the safest way to do. Doc, from what I'm hearing here, there are some minor mm, improvements you can make. Forget about the fact that you're going to grow your penis by five centimeters. It's never going to happen. No, but you can grow girth by five centimeters. The problem is then it looks like a can with some kind of little hood on. Who wants it? And and who wants to take surprise? Who wants to take the risk? For what, a little bit of, uh, rather go and work on your mental health. I'm telling you, <laughs> this is, it sounds like something that you need to <laughs> Body dysmorphia is a real thing. Yes, it is a real thing. But you know what, we, oh. can, we can help as long as you <sighs> go to a practitioner that actually knows what they are oh, doing. Oh, God. Um, it, it can be a nice, uh, a nice addition to your package. Well, there we go. You want to hear more? You better listen to the Tea Health Show later on here on cliffcentral.com. It's live this morning with Dr. Mark. Thank you so much, Doc. Always nice to see you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Wow. Okay, so there we go. You've got it all this morning, and we aren't even (laughs) 
We aren't even finished with the show. There's still more to come. We're Stick just around. Halfway. I know. We've got the burning platform next. Don't go anywhere. Cliffcentral.com.